0: Welcome to the Everyday Innovator Podcast for product managers, leaders, and innovators. Your host is Chad McAllister, helping you become a product master. Listen and get ready for higher performance, for the doctor is in. Hey, Dad, can I go hiking with you? Sure, but what do you mean? I heard you were planning to summit.
1: Oh, it's a different type of summit. I'm planning an online conference for product managers and product VPs.
0: An online conference? Is that because of the coronavirus?
1: Well, there have been a lot of product management events canceled, but I actually started planning this last year.
0: Why are you creating it as an online conference?
1: I think professional development is really important for product managers and product VPs. It's a key reason why I do this podcast, to help them excel, gain influence, and build products customers actually love. But it's hard for us to make time for that, and it can be inconvenient to travel to events, especially right now. So I decided to bring together 24 top experts, with each sharing insights and strategies to help product professionals get higher performance, to move towards product mastery.
0: Do you think people will really come to it?
1: They actually don't have to come to it. They just register online, and they'll see the speakers from their computer. When they see who is speaking, they'll know they're missing out if they don't register for it. They're truly some amazing people we've lined up.
0: How do they not miss out?
1: That's easy. They go to theeverydayinnovator.com slash summit to register. Just takes a few seconds. That sounds easy, but what does it cost? Well, just like this podcast, it's free. No cost to learn what they need to know in 2020.
0: Wow, free is good. You said registration is at theeverydayinnovator.com slash summit? Yes, along
1: with more details. That sounds great, but can we still go hiking? Well, just as soon as I'm done with the summit. Hi, everyone. This is Chad. And that was fun. My daughter does help me out quite a bit with this podcast. And what is this podcast about? Well, you should know by now this is where product leaders and managers make their move to product masters, learning practical knowledge that leads to more influence and confidence so that you can create products customers love. What's holding you back from greater success from achieving what you want from getting what you deserve. Now, this is not an infomercial for some new self help fad. Instead, it's a grounded discussion on how you are probably holding yourself back and how you can change that to enable your success. Keep listening as Dana Wild, host of the Mind Aware Show podcast and author of Train Your Brain, describes practical ways to make your brain work better for you. And as always, we take the notes for you. You'll find a summary of all the key points we talk about at TheEverydayInnovator.com slash two seven four And there's a bonus question there that you actually can't hear in this interview. We asked Dana, what is the exercise you most recommend for starting on a brain improvement journey? Check that out at theeverydayinnovator.com slash 274. Now, let's talk with Dana. Dana, thanks for joining the Everyday Innovators.
0: Hi, thanks for having me.
1: So when I found out about your work, I was very intrigued because you are in the area of mindset. And we'll talk about what that means in a moment. But I've been on my own mindset journey for the last uh, year and a half and found, have found it very helpful. And you specifically help entrepreneurs. And while you know the audience I serve, the ones listening now, are generally in, in medium to large companies. some are in startups, some are brand new to product management or want to get into it, they're, they're product managers developing products. And a, a characteristic of them is they have this entrepreneur mindset. Every time I ask them about what matters to them, there's always these qualities about being an entrepreneur, creating something new figuring out how the, to make profit off of this, and you know, how do we deliver over value, and a lot of similarities. So when I came across here, I thought, oh, this will be really helpful that we can explore some issues that might be common to my listeners as well. Yes. To dive into that, can you tell us what is mindset?
0: Sure. I think, you know, generally accepted definition of mindset is it's your habit of thought, the way you think, your, uh, you know, trained habit of thought, and I love this idea that your, your listeners have entrepreneurial tendencies or characteristics. But one thing that's fantastic about mindset is that it affects everybody. No matter what you're doing, we all have to live with ourselves. <laughs> we all have to live with our own brains. And sometimes we feel like, I wish I had an off button to turn this off. Well, train your brains a better solution than that.
1: Excellent. I, I like that habit of thought. I know... One of my characteristics in group settings, working on products, coming up with new ideas, trying to figure out what we're going to do, I'm often the risk guy, right? It's easy for me to immediately go towards, well, why? what's all the reasons why that's not going to work? And I, there better be people in the team to counterbalance me um, because we need that in a team, but we don't necessarily need that immediately. Um, and so I, I need the counterbalance. So that's a habit of thought that I have worked on. Um, because it doesn't always serve me well. I'm curious, what are some of the common issues that you run into with the uh, entrepreneurs that you serve?
0: Probably the two biggest issues are confidence, you know, building uh, self-doubt, wondering if, you know, it's a pipe dream what they want and, or if they're good enough or, be, you know, can do it. And then the other one is the I'm so busy story, which I think a lot of us have, too busy to get done what they want to get done, you uh, I would love to know, do you want to share and talk a little bit about what you think are the common mindset issues that product managers have?
1: Um, I I think there's something to confidence. And this is not a topic that I've talked with about other product managers very much. So I just have some insights and, you know, my experience for sure. But um, confidence is one issue because product managers, we tend to get used in very different ways, but we actually should be. We are pretty big lovers in organizations for generating new revenue and some of us really feel the weight of that, you know, the, that the work that we do is the future of the organization. Uh, I often felt the weight of that. Um, and just having confidence is one perspective, but kind of having the courage to move forward when you feel like maybe you, you can't. Um, the too busy one is spot on. Um, product managers, uh, sometimes we, we know what we want to get done during the day when we show up at work and none of it happens, right?
0: The <laughs> day unravels, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. None, well, none of it happens. We can talk about some specific fixes for specific mindset issues, if you like.
1: That would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely wanted to do the specific fixes. I will tell you, as part of my own journey, thinking about mindset and getting into this with some coaches, in the very beginning, you know, my, I'm an engineer. A lot of product managers have some kind of, uh, you know, formal engineering background, a lot come from marketing and other places, but nonetheless, this felt very woo wooish to me. And like, where is this grounded, right? You're, you're telling me things that I actually try them and they tend to help, but it still feels woo wooish mm-hmm. um, Can you give us a, just a kind of a picture of what is the science behind this?
0: Yes, I would be happy to talk about this. One thing in particular, you know, the woo-woo thing, I think a lot of times when people are talking about mindset. They're using a lot of terms about like manifest this or the universe is going to bring you something. And, you know, I'm a very spiritual person and I feel like uh, my day-to-day life, you know, I'm grounded in spirit. So I know that that's of value. But when I teach train your brain and when I talk about mindset, I don't use any of that kind of language because for me, it was very important. I'm very practical we're from Minnesota, right? So we're very practical people here. And so the most important thing I discovered about the brain is the, the reticular activating system and how it affects our day-to-day life. You know, if you can think about the reticular activating system as this part of the brain, I like to think of it like a little matchmaker. And all it does all day, every day is it listens to what are you thinking about and what are you talking about? And if you can look around the room you're in and just look at all the, the sensations and sounds and stimuli and colors and smells, and we have so much data coming at us every single second of every single day. We'd go crazy if we had to actually process that with our conscious mind. And so the reticular activating system sorts through all of that. And it brings onto your radar what matches whatever you're thinking about, whatever you're talking about. So sometimes people have had the experience where they're looking for a new car and they go out and they suddenly start to see that car everywhere. I remember when my mm. dad bought a green pickup and he thought that green pickup was the most original thing he ever bought. And then he looked and it was like everybody had a green pickup. And that's because when you're thinking something, your brain, your RAS, your RAS, your reticular activating system is sitting there going, this is important to you. You're thinking about this a lot. I'm going to look for more of that for you. So that's why it's a challenge. And like you say, you we are were, we were, uh, the risk guy. And I think sometimes it can be a challenge when that's your habit of thought because you might have a tendency to be looking for the problems and you're probably finding them because your reticular activating system is looking for. So I agree with you that every team needs somebody like that. And so how how do you serve the purpose that you want to serve for your company and still serve yourself right. at the same time.
1: And even if you are that person like I was, you still want to use it in the way that is helpful to the team and not get in the way.
0: Yes, that's good.
1: Okay, so so I, I like this. And I uh, have told my kids many times that um, our, our brains, we have this executive decision-making system, right? And it's just it's like a computer in the sense that it's taking inputs and it's recognizing patterns and doing something with that. And it actually doesn't know what those patterns are and what to do with inputs. And so we kind of help it and those, right?
0: Yeah, that's um, really good. I love that terminology. Yeah.
1: And so like, it, for example, any way you happen to be feeling today, that's a choice you actually made, whether you recognize it or not, based on some inputs you have and some patterns that you put together. And you can actually change how you react to those things and feel differently if you want to.
0: Perfectly said. I couldn't have said it better myself. I love that, Chad. Well done.
1: I, I, I got, I've done something right Pain on this once. mindset journey. <laughs> yeah. so, so there is brain science and neurological science to help make these things tangible and real for us and not just this woo-ish And if we think about something long enough, things will get manifested. Um, well, and, and
0: it's, it's those phrases, right? Everybody's always saying like, what you think about, what you focus on grows and what you think about, you bring about, but it's like, why yep. don't just tell me that I want to know why.
1: Yep. And I know when we bought a white Explorer, there were white Explorers everywhere on the road all of a sudden. I was like, what? We, I thought, you know, just like you said about the green truck. Right. Okay. So as you were going just a moment ago into helping us with some practical issues uh, about what can we do? So what are the things that we can do to help our brains work better for us and not against us? Like the examples you gave, you know, when we feel like we don't have the confidence to do that presentation or to have that customer conversation we need to have or the conversation with our boss whatever that confidence issue might be, or just the too busy, right? The, you know, when things come into our brain that aren't serving us, what can we do about that?
0: That's a really good question because the whole train your brain system is really just four parts and it really dovetails nicely with what you just talked about, about having choices. So the first step is to be aware. Uh, we are, as creatures in the world, we are walking around about 95 to 99% of the day unconsciously. So we're just an automatic pilot, we're in habit. So for that 5% of the day when you're not, if you can have even just a fraction of that, where you can be more aware, if you can eke that percentage, like one more percent a day where you're more aware, you start to have radical shifts in your results. And why? Because if you're implementing Train Your Brain, step one is realizing, what is it that I'm saying? What's that negative complaint I just had? What did I just complain about? And then you catch it, you go, oh, that's right, that's a negative thought. And so we call it the busting yourself step. You bust yourself. And usually when people have negative thoughts, then they beat themselves up about the negative thought. Oh, I'm always thinking negative, right? So don't do that. When you have a negative thought and you catch it, you celebrate. And you go, okay, I caught it. Good for me. There it is. I see it. I'm not on automatic pilot. So step two is decide. Do I want my reticular activating system to match this up or not? Because it is. And you can choose. You decide, do I want to match this up or don't I? Because sometimes you say things like for years, I said, I'm not a morning person and I didn't care that I was a morning person. But if you, if you want to, to not have that matched up, if you want to shift that and not keep bringing that reality about, that complaint about that you've got, then step three is you must find a way to talk about the current situation in a way that feels good or at least feels better. So you must find a way to talk about the current situation. That's where all the kind of work is. And then step four is feel the positive emotion that's generated from it. So really, you know, there are all sorts of uh, mindset hacks you can do to get yourself feeling better. There are all sorts of little things you can do. But at the end of the day, my mission is to help people realize just what you said that we choose a lot of things. We choose the cars we drive. We choose the houses we live in. We choose the clothes we wear. We choose the food we eat. And I want people to be better thinkers. I want them to be choosing better thoughts. Because when you choose those better thoughts, your brain will do the rest of the work for you. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I love that. And you have a, rea- a reaction. And there's, as you were talking, I think it was a James Bond movie, maybe, that flashed into my brain. Someone's going to email and tell me what this actually was. Um, and there, but there was this, this uh, spiritual guru leader who was actually a flaky character in the movie. Um, but whenever anything happened to him, especially if it was someone yelling at him and you know saying terrible things, he would just respond and say "God bless you," right? And it was a programmed response. But I, I just loved that example of regardless of the stimulus, he he knew what his response was going to be. And he didn't let the stimulus bother him at all.
0: I'm totally (laughs) feeling that. That is so good. Oh, that's funny.
1: Um, So take us through an example. So why don't we pick on the I'm too busy? Because I say this one and I have recognized uh, that this is not serving me well because I'm choosing what I'm busy about. Um, But product managers, gosh, we are really, we have our time full, and I'm sure a lot of people listening going, you know, I don't have any time for anything else. Um, so help us with this. If our response to you want me to do one more thing, I'm too busy sort of thing. How do yeah. we how do we make that work better for us?
0: I'm going to give you a good hack for this one. So the first thing to know about train your brain that's nice is that. You can you can train your brain around anything. So let's say you wanted to be less busy. Well, you could train your brain around that. But most of us, and I think in this situation, what you're talking about is that we are busy, we're probably going to stay busy, and we're going to probably continue to have a flow of stuff come to us. And so it's more about how do you manage the emotions around that. So here's the hack that's important to know. Um, the word but is one of the most powerful words in the English language because It will negate everything that comes before it. And the brain literally only hears what comes after the word "but." So we have a saying in the train your brain sandbox. It's that the problem is not the problem. The problem is that you keep thinking and talking about the problem. So the problem isn't that you're too busy. The problem is that you keep the way you're talking about being too busy. You know, we talk about it with stress and frantic and I'm not going to have enough time and we generate negative emotion from doing that. So, so you can be busy and be happy. You know, it, it's, it's possible based on the way you talk about it. So here's how the word but is handy. If you're, you, let's say you recognize it. You're like, I'm so busy, I can't take on another thing. And the boss just asked me to do this. And now I, I'm just going to pull my hair out. And then you bust yourself and you go, oh, that's right. I don't want to keep creating this. And I don't like this negative emotion. I don't want to keep creating this. How can I talk about the current situation in a way that feels better? well, okay, I'm going to start to say that I have a desire to feel better about this. And I like the idea of thinking in my head. And I like the idea of shifting it into neutral right now and thinking something different. And I am busy, but I do like having responsibility and being seen as confident. And I am busy, but I do like that people trust me to do my job well. And I am busy, but some of that is stuff that i really love to do and i love that i love to do a lot of stuff and i do like that i have a lot of things that i desire and that i'm interested in you know so part of the reason i'm busy is because i'm passionate about things and i'm interested in things and i'm curious and i like those qualities about myself and i i am busy but i do get stuff done i mean i get it done it always gets done in time and i can i can get it done in a stressful way or i can get it done feeling good. And I am, they give me stuff to do because I am responsible and I do get stuff done and they can count on me and I know I can count on me. And so maybe I could just choose to do this in a more fun way and just go like, okay, it's going to get done anyway. So I might as well enjoy the process as I'm doing it. And the reality is I may be busy, but I am getting better at making better choices and I'm getting better at saying yes to things I love. And I'm getting better at saying no to things I don't want to. And I see that I'm evolving and I'm growing And things are getting easier for me. And I do like my life like it is. And I do like that I'm learning more and more every year. And I like that I'm respected more and more every year. And I like that I do get things done so people can count on me. And so now you start to realize, like, it's okay to be busy, but I can feel good about it. And so we call what I just did there, we call it a rant. Because people have negative rants where they take a little tiny issue and they blow it into a negative thing where well, you can do the same thing with a positive thing. Just take a little seed of something that you like want to feel better about and try to find some words that feel good around it. Because one of my key points in doing this is that happiness is practical. And you get better results when you're happy.
1: I like the happiness is practical. Um, and we don't get happy by thinking about how to be happier. We get happy by doing things that make us happy, right? And it's how we think about those things. But yeah. here's what I really liked as you went through that, and you gave us a, a few dozen reasons for I am busy, but, right? What, what's the positive aspect of that? Um, sometimes when, you know, if you Google mindset and do a search on this, uh, you'll quickly find affirmations and mantras and things, um, and they may have their place. We can talk about that if you want. Um but when I, you know, I came across this a long time ago, and way back in my history, there was a Saturday Night Live skit with, um, I think the character's name was Gary Smalley, who was actually based on a popular author at the time. Stuart. 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 Stuart Smalley. Gary Smalley was a real guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Stuart Smalley, right? And he stands in the mirror, and he says something like, um, I'm smart enough, I'm good enough, I'm whatever. And gosh darn it, people <laughs> like me, right? And that's my thought of affirmations. Um, And now, having been on my own mindset journey, um, for me at least, affirmations do me no good if I can't connect to them. And what you just did there was to just recognize the truth of the situation in a way to help your brain think about this differently in a very truthful, honest, authentic way, right? It's, I am busy, but but what's the good part of that, right? I am busy, but I'm helping others. I am busy. Right now, I'll tell you, I've been telling too many people lately, I am insanely busy because I'm getting ready to do, and no one's heard about this yet, I'm getting ready to do a virtual summit for product managers. Oh, and everyone okay. listening, you'll hear about this in a few weeks here. Um, and I'm really excited about this because I got some really fantastic people that people don't hear from too often that are really the best at what they do, the best in their field. Um, this can be so helpful. And I'm excited to be getting that out to people because I think it would be a great service. And I'm having great fun talking to these wonderful people to they get ready for it but it's a ton of work,
0: right? I've done summons, I know. It is a ton of work, without a doubt, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I, I this is helping me think through a little bit how I can reframe that.
0: Well, and I can give you another practical tip along this way, because when I say happiness is practical, I'm not kidding. You know, we have a thing, we call it intentional action. You probably have heard of inspired action and good for all those people who do that, but I like intentional action. And what that is, is feel good first, then take action. And so when you're frustrated or overwhelmed, the creative pathways in your brain are constricted. When you feel happy, when you feel positive, the creative pathways open up and you literally have access to better ideas. And Mm -hmm. so as you take steps in whatever you're doing, and this goes for everybody who's listening, whatever project you're working on that is kind of got you in a little bit of overwhelm, if you take steps to be aware and be happy, what happens is, and you maybe have had this experience, you get more done in less time. So before you sit down at that computer, before you sit down with the customer or whatever you're doing, intentionally do something, listen to a really rocking song or say some words in a row. Like I like to just go fun, 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 like a hundred times, do something, jump up and down, do something to get your feel good going. Because when you're happy, you have access to better ideas. When you're happy, you show up as a better you. You like people better. They like you better. You take better action. The action you do take gets better results. You get in the flow. You work half of the time. And it's, it's, it's practical. Like it's practical mm-hmm. to make happiness your first stop. Mindset matters most.
1: Mindset matters most. And happiness is practical. Now, um, I can't speak for the audience, but I suspect there's some everyday innovators that heard what you just said there and thought, yeah, yeah, right. You know, um, try to be happy first. Um, and the first thing I connected to as you're talking about, there, there's a TED Talk by uh, Dan Pink, and he talks about research some others did about innovation, right? That's our space. And he said they took two groups, and they one group, they just you know put, paired up people, put them on in front of a whiteboard, gave them a few hours to solve some sort of problem in an innovative manner. And the other group, and I may be getting the, this might be not quite accurate, no, but yeah. it, but the basics are here. The other group, they said, okay, we're gonna pay you so much money when you solve this problem, you know, and figure this thing out. Um, the group that was much more innovative was the ones that did not get paid uh, anything else extra. The ones that were getting the bonus for the work, um, they weren't as innovative. And the thought being there that they felt that pressure a little bit more, they were approaching it a little bit more closed-minded, like we have to get this done. And it limited their, their thinking. And it's not unlike when my kids, you know, they're working, uh, one one child in particular might be working on a math problem and says, I can't do this. And I turn to him and say, you just shut off your brain. As soon yeah. as you say that you can't, then you're not, help- your brain is is going to fulfill that pattern that you're generating and help you not do that, right?
0: Exactly, because exactly. it's going to match up. And I would also venture to bet that the group that was doing it for free was maybe doing it more for the joy of it. for figuring it out.
1: Yeah. 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 And I think the actual context was, you know, it was just their normal work, right? It's like, Hey, we're giving you a paycheck. You got to do this stuff. Great. The (laughs) other group was, we're gonna give you a bonus. That sounds wonderful, doesn't it? And they weren't more innovative, right?
0: They were less innovative. Yeah, It makes a difference. But the thing is, when you're aware of it, now you can use it to your advantage. So this information, everybody who's listening now, you've already heard too much to ever go back again to the old way. You've already heard too much. So the guy as you said who's saying like, yeah, well forget it, I'm not going to do that. I don't care. It's only affecting that guy and and you have to have desire to do this. You have to have desire to want to get better results. And I would venture to bet if they're listening to you and listening to this podcast that your followers are lifelong learners. They want to improve. They want their lives to be better and this is the pathway. This is yeah. the pathway.
1: Yep. Okay. So I, I'm going to be uh, vulnerable with you for a moment and the thousands of people listening. Um, and I think I'm, I don't know if this has come up in the past yet. So my mindset problem that I actually didn't realize until I got down this journey, um, I, I, I have some good street cred helping product managers and helping companies with this, you know, and went back and did the PhD and applying that and stuff there, right? And yet I still deal with some imposter syndrome, some confidence issues that you shared earlier. Um, and mine in particular was not that, that I wasn't the guy to help you, but that was, oh, for that problem, you should go talk to this person over here or you should talk to that person over there, right? That there's someone that is really better fit. Um, and I didn't even r- recognize that for a, a bit of time and uh, ha- have reframed that and, and did some work to reframe that. And now, um, that, you, th- this isn't meant to sound arrogant at all, right? But if a company's not working with me, they're missing out. Yes. Um, because I know what I'm good at. I know how I help them. And I know I'm the best at some things that I can help with. And that was a huge mind shift for me that on one hand sounds kind of subtle, but I didn't even recognize that was going on for a while in my head. Um, and yes. now when someone says, well, you know, we would like to do work with you, but you know, but whatever the reason is, I'm like, that's too bad because I know it would be helpful if we could make it work, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's funny, I have a program called the Celebrity Formula because what I realized when working with entrepreneurs, and now you've just proven to me that maybe everybody suffers from this, is that we don't know how awesome we are. We can see, you know, that everybody else is so original or a better expert, or they may have more of this or less of that or whatever, but we don't credit ourselves with, with, first of all, our experience, our preferences, our desires, our, uh, the things that we've learned, our backgrounds, we're all snowflakes. You know, every single one of us, we're so completely unique. We're all celebrities, you know. And, and so I love that you're on this journey and that you really had to bust yourself on your thinking that you, you know, and really own your credibility, And then when you think, when you take your own experience and your own education and you combine it with the fact that you've interviewed all these product management experts, you probably know more. You're like probably the top, you know, half of a half a half a percentile in the whole world on this subject, you know?
1: It's funny that you don't know how awesome we are, which is kind of a funny thing to say about yourself, right? But on that point, it wasn't until just a few months ago, I was having lunch with someone who is, he's at the top of what he does and I respect him greatly, and and he said, well, Chad, you know, who else is, you know, I forget how this actually came up, but the point was, you know, who else has has interviewed people every week for the last five years on this topic? Who's doing firsthand original research on this? Who's teaching this? And who's actually working as a product manager? Like That gives you a set of experiences <laughs> that others don't have. I'm like, huh, I guess you're right about that, right?
0: <laughs> exactly, <for> that. <laughs> exactly. And that's it. And it was and just I...
1: recognizing it, right? And I don't mean that about me. It's just like, just recognizing I th- I come from the same place that everyone is awesome, right? And it could be the work you're doing now stinks. And maybe that's because it's not a good fit for you, but everyone is awesome. And you have to find what that thing is that is a great fit. So the world can see that you're awesome.
0: Yeah. And sometimes it's the thing that, that you think is a negative, Hmm. You know, sometimes it's, you know, that's it. It's really about being able to embrace your uniqueness and make everything work for you. You know, the thing I like about training my brain or being a brain trainer is that if you have something you think is a negative, let's say you're a procrastinator or you're disorganized, you know, you aren't maybe going to start walking around saying, I'm so organized, I'm so organized, right? But you cannot let that hinder you anymore. It can be like, I'm a procrastinator, but I do things when the energy lines up. I'm a procrastinator, but my style works for me. I'm a procrastinator because I spend a lot of time letting ideas simmer. And then when they blossom, they're ready to go. You know, so now this being a procrastinator isn't this bad thing that you have to fix or you can't be successful. Now being a procrastinator might be your reason for success. You know, but you have to be the one who talks about it and thinks about it differently.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's how we frame all that in our head, and that framing is something we have control over. And again, our brains are just pattern matching. And we actually there's another part of our brain that helps us to have influence over that pattern. So we need to take advantage of it. You gave us some really really good steps to work through that. First was being aware of you know what's going on now and catch ourselves in that thought that probably isn't serving us in, the, in a, a more more big way, a more dramatic way. Mm-hmm. Decide if we want to do something about that. You know, match up what we want or just let that thought kind of rule us. Um, find a way to talk about the current situation that feels better. And you introduced the word, but, and gave us the great example. I'm busy, but about that. And then, um, we didn't talk about this too much, but, uh, kind of relish in the emotion, right? Feel the, yeah. the positive emotion. And that was the happiness, I think, aspect that came out of that.
0: Yes, okay. exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. And the best part is everybody can do this right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, uh, we'll talk about some resources for helping us with that in just a moment but I love innovation quotes, uh, innovation success quotes. What did you bring for us and tell us why that one's important to you?
0: Well, I love this quote. And the quote is from Maya Angelou, where she says, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. That is just one of my favorite quotes of all time, because it's true that we can go around and we can be people who have positive influences on the people around us, or not. And it's our choice. And a lot of that is just navigating our own emotion and our own awareness and our own presence in every single moment.
1: That's really good. Um, Interestingly enough, whenever I, I, one of my hats I wear as a university professor and when I teach leadership courses, this is a quote that is in my introduction about who I am. And I did not, not know who it was attributed to. I came across it in a center for leadership program 20 something years ago. Um, And it's nice to know who to attribute that to now. So (laughs)
0: That's so great. How would I love that coincidence? Isn't that just great? (laughs) That's wonderful.
1: So really good. Okay, let's talk about some resources. Certainly how people can find out about you, resources you have available. And you have a book that you mentioned uh, along the way there, Train Your Brain, to help us as well.
0: Yes, I've got a surprise. And that is I want to have every listener be able to get the Train Your Brain audiobook for free, my favorite price.
1: that's awesome
0: yeah you just have to go to danawild.com slash chad and wild has an e at the end so uh danawild.com slash chad and everything else you can learn about me on just the regular Dana wild site but the audiobook's nice because you can listen to it while you're doing other things and it'll give you 20 mindware experiments that you can do to just you know think better thoughts and feel better and be happier in any given moment and really live from your joy
1: Great. That's a great resource, com slash chad, and I will put that in the show notes to make it easy for everyone to find that for us. Thanks so much for being with us. It was great fun to talk about a topic that I don't think comes a lot, up a lot with product managers. It's actually one that serves us so much to actually spend some time thinking about, and it extends to our whole entire life and uh, beyond our professional life. appreciate you bringing the insights for us.
0: Thanks for having me. It's really been fun. And yeah, I I love the questions you ask and your style and your show. This is really cool that this is out here as a resource.
1: Thanks again for listening to The Everyday Innovator. This is where product leaders and managers make their move to product master, learning practical knowledge that leads to more influence and confidence so you'll create products customers love find the written summary of everything we talked about with Dana at the everyday innovator.com slash 274, including her response to that bonus question that you have not heard the answer to yet. That question is, what is the exercise you most recommend for starting on a brain improvement journey? Keep innovating.
0: Thank you for listening to the everyday innovator, which teaches product managers to become product masters. For more resources, please visit the everyday